Hello and welcome to the PSA pod. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with Brad Malone to talk about succession planning. Succession planning has been a pretty hot topic here at PSA over the last year, as we've been preparing for Bill Bozeman's retirement from our organization. Initially, he planned to leave this year in 2020, but with COVID and all of the changes that we've had happening in our world, Bill's gonna stay on and lead us through for at least a little bit longer, which we're really thankful for. I hope you enjoy today's episode with Brad and get some great takeaways on helping prepare your next generation leaders. As always, if you have suggestions for topics or guests, please send them to marketing at psasecurity.com. Hi, Brad. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Candace. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Well, today you and I are going to sit down and talk about succession planning which is, you know, a really interesting topic and very relevant at PSA that, you know, our organization has been very smart about doing succession planning and getting young leaders in positions. Uh, So is this kind of the time organizations come up with a succession plan or do you see, you know, other times that it's important to start thinking about these things? I think it's incredibly important to start on day one of a company on succession planning. I think that uh, most people don't do it then. I think that a lot of people confuse uh, succession planning with exit strategy. Right. And many of this industry, the AV industry, I mean, nurse call, all of those industries, I think we're all started on the same day because when I go to ownership meetings, everybody looks like they're, it's a class reunion. <laughs> um, and they all look like they're just about, you know, thinking about that I'm ready to retire or I'm ready to sell. So right. to me, that's an exit strategy and that's the transfer of ownership. So um, succession planning has to be part of an exit strategy, but I don't want to talk exit strategy, but I do want to just say that many people wait until they think it's time to exit to then start thinking about a succession plan. I think that succession plan ought to be in the DNA of a company. And it's really who will succeed me, or another way I like to say it is who do I choose to be successful in this company in my stead? Right. So uh, it's learning how to, to delegate. It's, and many people have learned how to be indispensable which is the antithesis of succession planning. Uh, so it's how do I, if, if I want to grow, and I've, I've heard the rumor, and it may be true, it may be false, but the only way you really get a promotion at Amazon is to automate yourself, hmm. which I thought was an interesting concept. But yeah. the concept being is I need to give the next generation, and you have a whole lot of next generation leadership words and buzzwords, but it's, how do I allow the people and foster the people and reward the people below me for taking on the mantle of management right. at my level so that I can then go manage something else? So it's, it's not an additive function to me. It's a subtractive function. How do I give away? And a lot of people don't want to give away because they don't trust. And so it's really how do I build people around me that I trust? To me, that's a succession plan. And it's not trust ethically, although ethics is a huge part. If I don't trust them ethically, they shouldn't be in the company. Um, That's an easy decision to make. But how do I trust them to use good decision criteria? How do I trust them to look at 
good data to turn into information to make good decisions? Um, how do I trust them to you know, think clearly? And as we said in another uh, podcast, to hold people to standards. Right. So it's giving people the competence and the tools and the structure and the motivation to say, you become me, but you become the me you want to be. In other words, I don't want to clone people, but I want to give them the infrastructure and all those tools and equipment to align with the vision, mission, value, strategy, and ethics of the company. So that to me is succession. And, and we need to, and a lot of companies in that 2 million to 5 million, I was just at a presentation with ProSource right. and I had a whole bunch of two to 5 million, under two and two to $5 million companies. And there was this, you know, seven to 10 people in the room. And I'm like going, so how many of you are now multitasking to the degree that you're just ADD? <laughs> I can and, sympathize with that. Right. And they were all right, like raising their hands like, man, how did you know? And I'm like, cause you, you haven't built your succession plan. Right. And they'll say, well, I'm not leaving. <laughs> no, but, but you're growing. So again, that confusion of, I don't want you to leave, but I want you to then, and we talked earlier about management versus leadership. If I can create a successing, you know, level of managers, then I can now lead more. And right. I can, you know, I can then, you know, motivate or share or create a vision of where I want the company to go because I have the, the day-to-day management functions being managed by people I trust. And again, trust isn't like uh, people who will just say yes because I asked them. That's just called, you know, the emperor has no clothes conversation. Right. But I trust them to make good decisions based on criteria that they align to. And so it's really, I'm transferring management responsibility. I'm, I'm focusing on the continuity of the business, whether I'm in it or not. And when I choose not to be in it, if I've done great succession planning, exit strategies become more about money than opposed to how can I go do this? Yeah, I think you make a great point that succession planning isn't, you know, just the exit strategy. And I think my first experience of the succession planning and learning how to delegate those management tasks down was when I went on maternity leave um, many years ago. Well, and that's a a time-based, yeah, it's going to happen and you have a clock. Yes, exactly. And you have to help somebody do your job without just writing a manual of do it exactly this way while I'm gone. And right. And, and, and there's that dichotomy of you really want your company and organization to miss you while you're gone and say, wow, yes. Candace is so valuable. It's been so hard without her. But to be a successful leader, you really want to set them up to do just fine when you're not there. <laughs> right. And you're probably a better leader if your team is really well equipped to handle it without you present. Yeah. And, and it's that weird, uh, you know, there's the Lao Tzu or Sun Tzu uh, quote, which says a good leader is, you know, after the battle or after the project or after whatever we've done, they look around and they go, we really didn't need that person. Right. It's like, going, yeah, I did a good succession plan. So I find that, you know, there, there has to be like kind of four ways to measure succession planning. And that one is the purpose. So again, a little bit of the why, what, how, and we're going to be thematic here if, if people have listened to the other podcast or will, but it's what's the mission or vision of the company? Do people in their eyes, can you kind of see it and feel it? Do they believe in that? If so, I want them to kind of take on the, the ownership of their realm within the company. 
within that, I got to have people who are trained well, who have the right attitude, um, who are incented correctly. And, and we can go have a whole nother podcast on motivation. And we, we typically motivate others the way we want to be motivated. And we really need to motivate them the way they need to be motivated. But not everyone is intrinsically motivated like you and I are, Candace. I mean, we right. always do the right thing because we're really awesome people. <laughs> uh, but you also have like the practice. So what are the successful tested processes throughout the business? And this is where you come back to standards. But again, I don't want to make them dictatorial. I don't want to make them where we turn off our brain and become robots, but people need to understand the why, what, and how of processes and procedures. And then as part of the succession plan, I need to give them both the ability uh, and the capability to change those procedures as time allows or technology allows or things like that. But we also have to measure performance. So we've got to measure, you know, the metrics that show that we're in alignment with our vision, mission, values, ethics, and strategy. And there's several uh, systems out there. Um, I was just at a conference and they were talking traction. I don't, I'm not selling any system, but there are lots right. of systems out there. There's the four disciplines of execution. There's the seven habits. You know, so there's, these are all models that all of them have principles in them that we should use in building our successors. And again, successors doesn't mean I'm leaving, but successors is I'm really allowing them, those people to grow. And what advice do you give for leaders who are kind of struggling with that and where they even start on how to, how to build their successors? Uh, let go of your ego would be my first one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so many people who just are so self-important um, or indispensable. And I think before you can even build a true succession plan, you have to let go of that you're the end all be all and that what you really want is just robots or clones. Um, because building a succession planning is allowing people to make mistakes, allowing people to grow. So you have to be patient, you know, and, and loving and caring enough to actually allow people to grow versus I just want to stamp them in a machine and make them me again. Right. That's not a succession plan. That's a cloning plan. So it, it, I, I find a lot of it is, is ego, is that people aren't willing to let go. Um, they, they want people to just, again, be automatons. And if you're doing that, then that's not succession planning. Right. What you'll find with those people is they will lose their next generation of leadership. Absolutely. They'll well, lose the ones that they want to keep and exactly. the ones Absolutely. that stick around are probably around not the ones they that's need. That's exact. Those are the ones that we shouldn't have given this stuff to because when I do exit, this company will, will fold or it will die a slow death because the people there didn't know how to think. They didn't know how to manage. They didn't know how to make decisions. They didn't know how to you know, truly understand criteria and align that with the, the company's you know, and I say vision, mission, values, ethics, strategy a lot, like I've said it a lot, but it's like one, my successors ought to live and breathe that every day. Right. Just as, you know, every committed employee should. And so you really want to look around and not look at age or look at position or look at competence or look at degrees, you know, behind your name or certificates behind your name, but look for that person who 
embodies those characteristics. And it's like going, that's who I want to groom. Absolutely. You mentioned traction and seven habits and, you know, all, all of the, these various systems that we are kind of familiar with. We actually did a session on traction at our leadership convention last year and have a few of our integrators really successfully using it. Are you finding that there's one over the others that really help foster this succession planning style? I, I don't. And, and what I also, within that, and, and I just went to the NSCA conference and they had a session on, on traction. And I, I'm working with several companies who use it. And then the, you know, the 4DX, the four disciplines of execution. Any, uh, and I'm sometimes torn because people go, oh, we use this. And then I'll go work with their company. I'm like, oh yeah, but you use it so poorly. <laughs> um, because there's the principles behind it. And so when and if you look at any management system, I won't say any, but any uh, good management system and structure, they follow the same principles. I mean, Peter Drucker knew a whole bunch of stuff uh, and many of them just follow that and John Maxwell and all those. Right. So there's principles that you follow, which is aligned. You know, it's about alignment. It's about alignment. It's about metrics. It's about uh, visual displays and it's about tying people not tying, but tying their, their role, their position, their performance to those aligned metrics. Right. What I find is that in some of companies, they, they got the religion, but not the principle. So they, they follow the, the software and they follow the book, but they didn't get the principle. Right. That makes sense? So, so the difference between a cook and a chef is that at some point in time, the chef doesn't need a cookbook. Exactly. And that to me is your succession plan. How do I build people who get how to be a chef? You know, so I'm going to teach them the fundamentals through a whole bunch of, of different things. And everybody has to have fundamental concepts. But once I have a principle, I can now apply that principle anywhere I go without taking the book. Well, this is such an interesting topic, and I know we could kind of go on at length, but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what your organization does to support business leaders? Great. Well, um, we're Navigate Management Consulting. We do a lot of business consulting, management consulting, process and project consulting uh, with systems integrators pretty much uh, around the world, uh, anywhere from the 2 million to the the big people in the AV industry. Um, And they can reach us uh, via our website at navigatemc, so uh, mikecharlie.com. And again, we've got lots of cool free stuff and lots of blogs and lots of videos out there for them to look at. Thank you so much, Brad. I appreciate you being on today. And I know we'll have to have you back for other topics at a later date. You've got a lot of great information to share. Great. I look forward to it. Thanks, Candace. Thank you, Brad.